Coming up, the rise of the divine feminine. But first, welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. Welcome, everyone, to Imagine Peace. I'm Terry Angel, here with my co-founder and co-director, Marbeth Dunn. And today we have a special guest that we're talking to about peace. Elizabeth Williams is a social entrepreneur, philanthropist, writer, aficionado of all things energy, and founder of All Partners. Liz believes the collapse of outdated structures and systems and the rise of the divine feminine and higher consciousness on the planet is providing a powerful opportunity for us to co-create a new future that supports all of humanity and our precious Mother Gaia. Women's compassion, creativity, voices, and brilliance are needed now more than ever, and women will lead the way forward. Liz serves on the Board of Consciousness and Healing Initiative, is a consultant for and community member of Mary Magdalene School in Vézelay, France. I said that wrong, probably and has recently collaborated with Anne Baring to bring forth the urgent call to all humanity, war and violence stops now. Welcome, Liz. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I really appreciate the invitation, and I'm happy to share with you. Awesome. Liz, tell us about the work that you're doing for World Peace. So the urgent call, it's quite a story. Uh, about six months ago, is that what we are? March, June, July, this is almost exactly about six months ago. Um, I was reading Anne Baring's book, a uh, recent, well, not a recent book, but one of her very large anthologies, Dream of the Cosmos. Um, she and I had, she had been one of the speakers on our online summit last year. So she and I became friends during that. And again, I was reading her book and I was particularly focused on the chapters where she had written about war. And she's a very compelling writer. And as I was reading, I was reminded of a belief that she had and she had shared with me that if all mothers and grandmothers of the world would just say no more, we could end war for all time. And so as I read those chapters, I thought, well, I wonder if we've ever tried it because it did seem like it was something that was very, very important at this time. So I reached out to her by email and she responded right away. And she said, well, your timing is perfect. She had just been uh, working on publishing some channeled messages that her mother had received during World War II. So some 80 years ago. And the, the channeled messages actually lasted for 25 years. The focus of them was on how we will destroy ourselves and the planet if we continue down the path of particularly nuclear, you know, atomic bombs, things that were being created, tools, weapons that were being created at the time, and that we needed to do something about it. Now, what had happened with her mother was this was the well 1940s, 1950s, and her mother did not feel like she had 
a platform or a voice to be able to get this out into the world. And in fact, felt that if she were to go out and say, I'm receiving these channeled messages and we need to be aware of them, they would think she's crazy. And so she didn't do anything with them other than write them all down and then give them to Anne upon her death. So Anne has been kind of sitting on them for a while, and she had been so disturbed by what's happening in Ukraine and then the ongoing wars around the world that she decided it was time to um, to publish them. So she was doing that and she said, so yes, I think it's time. We need to do something. And we decided that we would collaborate by creating this urgent call to all grandmothers and mothers. Uh, but as we as it kind of unfolded, so many, first of all, women were saying, well, what if we're not a mother or a grandmother? And then the men were saying, the, those that are awake and aware were saying, we want to be involved also. So we changed it to an urgent call to all humanity. But the purpose behind it is the same, is that we need to do something now to end all war and violence. And so what we have done to this point, in addition to writing this urgent call, it, which can be found, and I can put a link, um, it can be found on Anne's website, uh, annebearing.com, I believe is where that is. But um, we um, also wanted to participate in this 99 Days of Peace um, that Unity Earth and Sign are, are co have co-created. And so we have been having gatherings. And the idea behind it was, what rather than recreating the wheel and rather than us creating a nonprofit, let's look out at what's being done already, particularly women-led peace initiatives. And let's start to come together Together and see how we might collaborate because we know now as we move forward, it's all about collaboration and that's a very feminine trait, a very divine feminine trait. And so we decided to host these gatherings. And so far, we just had our third this morning, our third of four. And so we'll have our final uh, in September. But we've brought together, we've had, uh, of course, you, you and uh, Marbeth and Terry have both been involved and um, probably another dozen or so speakers and individuals who have who are involved in in the peace initiative or peace activism sharing their missions and the work that they're doing and really even more than that i think just this coming together um you know connecting through our hearts and really feeling into how do we move forward together and and ultimately attain peace beautiful so this how do you feel this has an impact on the world well I think anytime any of us um, is doing something positive, something touching on the higher frequencies, um, whether it's it, just meditating, speaking out, creating an initiative, coming together, um, I think anything that we're doing that takes that step forward ultimately reaches out into the world because we know everything is energy. And so whatever we're bringing forth in whatever way we are, it, if it's positive, it's going to positively impact the world. And of course, if it's negative, it will negatively impact. So I think I think just the fact that we are, are coming together in love and sharing sharing our love and our mission and collaborating together absolutely has an impact that we might not even be aware of how great and how far reaching that impact is. So beautiful, really, really beautiful. I love it. So what do you, what does world peace mean to you, Liz? You know, it's really interesting. Um, I actually wrote a blog recently that I think I called it the accidental peace activist. And the reason was I have not been focused on, I, I've been focused primarily on 
uh, what I call the repowerment of women. Um, So very much focused on on women's lives. And um, a piece of that, one of the seven pillars that I've created is freedom from violence. But I haven't personally been involved in any peace initiatives. Um, But when you ask that question, Marveth, what does peace mean to me? I believe it means that we live in a world where every individual has the opportunity to fulfill their destiny fully and unimpeded. That to me, world peace, that to me is what world peace would feel like. Everyone would be able to fully be, you know, step into their magnificence and their destiny. Oh, beautiful. And, and why do you think that's possible, Liz? I think we're at a time when anything is possible. The veil is thin. We have the support of the cosmos. People are waking up. And the alternative to do nothing or to stay on the on the trajectory that we're on will lead to devastation. So we, we don't even have a choice. And I think so many are realizing with all that's been going on, and I, I, I specifically think the pandemic three years ago, what happened there has has helped to awaken many, but I just think those, you know, we know that there's a rising consciousness happening. We know that it's only a certain percentage that we need to wake up to be able to um, attain peace and all of the other things that we want to have happen on this new earth. And so I just think we're at that, that tipping point, that turning point, and it's inevitable if we continue uh, to believe and to come together. Oh, it's so beautiful. Well, you know, our our project, our 10 million for world peace is all about meditating for world peace, gathering 10 million people together with a focus on world leaders. Why do you think meditating is important for world peace? Well, I think because inner peace is where this all begins. And meditation is such a profound way of of achieving inner peace. Um, I also, there's been some, I'm very, very interested in the work of Lynn McTaggart and Joe Dispenza, particularly around intention. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joe Dispenza has recently come out with some research on how meditation impacts the immune system and is healing so many things. So we know that research shows the positive impact of meditation on ourselves, on our bodies, um, on our minds, all like mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, and so I believe that if we come together and we focus on that inner peace individually, but then together, once again, it can't help but have a, a profound impact on the world. I mean, we, we've seen that for, for years, the, the results of meditation, uh, Buddhist monks, you know, and, and, and how that how things have changed uh, when, the, when they measure you know, the impact when we've done meditation on uh, areas that are crime ridden and we've seen that crime goes down or war-torn um, conflicts. So I just think it's one of the most impactful things we can do and it's relatively easy and it doesn't cost a thing. And so uh, I love everything about it and I love the initiative that you've taken to bring this forth. Mm, so beautiful is. Liz, tell us about your favorite peace practice. Well, I would say that it is a form of meditation. It is um, anytime I sense a disturbance in my heart, uh, whether it's around fear, anxiety, 
um, grief, um, very much the emotions that I've been feeling as I make this uh, significant move in my life that's happening. If I feel those feelings, I try to focus on my heart and think not of the fear or the grief, but to think instead of love. And so as part of my meditation, that is that is what I do. It's just, you know, as we go into your heart and just breathe into the love. And when I do that, I can't help but change how I'm feeling. It, it, the fear can't, can't last when there's love. The grief can't last when there's love. And it doesn't mean that we don't experience and feel those emotions, but we can soothe them through a loving heart. And so I, I just think that, you know, meditating on love is my favorite peace practice. Oh, I love it. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> How can we reach you? How can people find you? So I have a website. Uh, it's www.awepartners, awepartners.com. But I will say it is very um, inaccurate as to what is happening right now um, in my life. I ran that business. It's a social enterprise for eight years. And at the end of last year, I received the guidance that what I had been focused on, which had been, again, just tremendously, uh, tremendous work around how women can use their gifts and talents to make an impact in the world. Um, it, it was beautiful work and it was impactful, but I felt the call to go deeper into my sacred mission, which is, I believe, around the repowerment of women and to be more focused on rather than running this enterprise, to focus on specific projects. So this is a perfect example. The urgent call is a perfect example where I get to use my talents and skills, those that come naturally and, and just uh, make a difference much more. It feels like much more simply than to run the whole business that I was doing for those years. So you can find me there and you can keep up with what I'm doing by signing up for my newsletter. I still send out a newsletter at least once a month. Um, but I just, again, if, if they go to my website, it's, it's going to sound like nothing we've talked about today. So just be aware of that, but I'd love to, you can absolutely connect with me and connect with me through that website. Liz, you're so beautiful. And I, I love your energy. We certainly appreciate you being a part of what we are doing at 10 million for world peace. We're so happy to have you on board. Thank you. It has been a delight. And it was, you know, the timing was amazing. And just again, uh, I had seen your Facebook come up, you know, Terry and I have been connected now for years and actually collaborated in a number of things. And I saw the Facebook group come up around the time that I was connecting with Anne. And I thought, this is interesting. And then as we proceeded and knew what we were doing, I reached out right away and said, you have to know what we're doing. And I want to know more about what you're doing. So, and that, you know, it was again, just kind of that indication that now is the time. So it, it's just, I'm just so thrilled. And then to, to meet Marbeth, we haven't, we hadn't met before. So just, just a delight to be with you together and collaborating and cannot wait to see what unfolds from here. I know it's so exciting. I love what you're doing too. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here with us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Much love. Imagine Peace is brought to you by 10 Million for World Peace. Join our daily seven-minute guided meditations for world peace and monthly healing circles at 10millionforworldpeace.org. Together, we can create a peaceful, happy planet.